Welcome to 17 Strong. Victories don't come by accident. Here's your host, Steve Teixeira. Thanks, Andy. Um, This is just me today. Um, Steve is not going to be here doing this podcast. We are talking about talking to two breast cancer survivors and also our Victory Trip recipients. So please welcome Jenny and Taryn. Thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you for having us. Yes. Thank you so much. Super excited to be here. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm excited to have you because we don't have very many of the recipients here. So we decided to um, ask you to come on. And if you guys would just start by just telling me a little bit about you, tell me about like, um, if you're married and how many kids you have a little bit about like maybe where you're from. So go ahead. I'm going to start with Jenny first. Okay. All right. Hi, okay. I'm Jenny Wallace, and um, I am living on the Central Coast. I've been here since um, probably 2000. Um, well, actually, yeah, about 2000. I've, I've lived on the okay. Central Coast, and um, I have a son, River Wallace, and mm. he is now going to be four and a half. I can't believe it. I know. I cannot believe yep. it. So is he in school? Um, he's in preschool. He's in preschool. Yeah. He's a joy. He is. And just, I mean, you have to remind yourself sometimes. That I do have to tooth. remind myself. <laughs> I love it. And I love also you're married. Yes. Um, my husband, uh, Billy Wallace. Amazing. amazing. He's been nothing but a blessing in my life. Uh, most definitely. So, That's awesome. Yeah. And um, I own my own business. I'm a mobile dog groomer and been doing that for um, 20 years, actually. I own my business for about 10. So Awesome. I'm What's blessed. the name of it? Muddy Paws. Muddy Paws, everybody. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Definitely blessed to be able to make my own schedule and have such amazing clients too to kind of hang in there with me and they've been with me through so much and absolutely um, definitely uh blessed to how were they there when were you in the business when they when you had your cancer journey I sure was oh my gosh Mm -hmm. that's amazing because I remember they were with you when you guys went on your trip and they were so supportive it was so cool I would see people and Mm -hmm. hear comments and stuff that was yeah so they've seen my life just completely change so yeah it's been nothing but they're like little cheerleaders in your backyard I yeah. know. The dogs. <laughs> I know. I love it. I love it. Taryn, tell us about you. Yes. Um, my name is Taryn Teclaw. I'm 37. I grew up in Santa Maria, lived there the majority of my life with a short kind of long stint in San Diego. Went to school down there for, oh, nice. lived down there for 12 years. Wow. Yes. I uh, recently got married in July. So coming up on our one year. I remember that. So exciting. And it was like in, where was it? We eloped in the Sequoia National Park. Okay. Awesome. It was such a great pictures. Yes. Except for it was a heat wave and it was 114 (laughs) the one day that we decided to get married. It's so hard to look pretty in 114 degrees. Yeah, you're like, I'm sweating. Yes. It was horrible. So, yes. But Um, you're married. Yes. Married. Married. His name is Max. Hello, Max. Hi, Max. You're (laughs) awesome. We love you. Um, I've worked um, at Rugged Radios, which is a local place here Mm -hmm. in Central Coast in Royal Grande. Been there for almost seven years. I work in sales. Wow. Love my job. That's great. That's awesome. That's so cool. Love it. I love just to hear about, you know, 
where you come from, all that good stuff. It's it's a small community that mm-hmm. we live in. Mm-hmm. So, you know, somebody's going to know somebody, you know, that's just the way it goes. Um, so let's get right into it. Let's talk a little bit about your journeys. And one of the main reasons that I asked the two of them here is because they're veteran recipients. So they've already been on their trip. They've already um, been on their journey, their cancer journey. Um, so they've been cancer free for some time now. So that's something to be excited about, right? Absolutely. So it's the best news ever. Um, but I just wanted to kind of do a little comparison because for people out there that don't know about breast cancer, how it can be so different, Absolutely. you know, the different comparisons and the different things. So tell me, Jenny, like when you got diagnosed, what, how old were you? I was uh, diagnosed when I was uh, 32. 32 So that was old. 2014 I was diagnosed. Okay. Okay. And what, what was the, tell me how that happened because oh at gosh. 32, that's not no. even in the mammogram age group. No. That's not even in any of that. So how right. on earth did so, you find this? Um, I was actually on vacation up in uh, Tahoe and I was having some pains in my um, left breast and I was just thought maybe, you know, I had pulled something, sure. you know, who knows, you know, yeah. but as I was in the shower, of course, you know, you can kind of feel, you know, okay, this, there's something there. What is that? And, um, got back from our vacation. And like I said, I'm a dog groomer, right. And I have some doctor clients and I was at a client's house actually that week. And I said, you know, I said, can you just let feel this real quick and tell me if this is something I need to investigate a little more. And, um, sure enough, you know, he kind of was like, okay, he goes, yeah, he goes, you know, by the next time you come back to groom princess, you better have that looked at. So I had four weeks to figure out what's going on before I went, you know, back to groom his dog. So that's crazy. Yeah. And um, did you get, did you have a long like way to get in? Did you get in right away? I actually got in right away because of who you knew uh, the dog groomer or the person you were grooming their dog. Yeah. Kind of sort of. Yeah. My, my dad's also part of uh, mission hope and Marion hospital. So, you know, he's, knocking at everybody's door sure. you know you get my daughter in now so yeah. think you know my, my dad is nothing but a blessing that's amazing and so I was I was I was pushed in and and did the um the mammogram and stuff and then of course then they want to do a biopsy because you know oh, it's yeah. not looking too good so um did the biopsy and and um I was actually um, then called back into my um, doctor's office um probably within like two or three weeks after that I mean it was just like boom 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 and um, I went by myself because I didn't think. You didn't think anything yeah, about it. Yeah, you know, I'm too young. I didn't. I did too. I didn't think. I was right? Yeah, I did too. Yeah. And um, yeah. Because you're not thinking. No. You're not thinking. That's not really registering in your brain. Right. Because it's probably the first mammogram that you ever had. Right. So that's an mm-hmm. experience all in itself, right. you know. And then, um, so you go back in, and you don't think that they're calling you like right away, right? You know, like so, no, no, no news is good news, kind right. of the, the yeah. you know, the way they say it, right? So, exactly. So you go in, mm-hmm. and they are, yeah, they got my doctor in there, and and he's like, you know, he goes, I just want to let you know that it did come back positive. You you do have breast cancer, and I mean, what do you do? I mean, I got the chills just now, just even saying Fair. that, you know, it's just. I know. Unreal. And he goes, you know, your dad's outside waiting for you outside the door. So they had actually told my dad before. Before they told you. They told me. So I wasn't alone. Nice. And so here comes. It's not nice, but you know. But dad came in and and, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was reality. Wow. And hit hard. It does. It hits super hard. Do you mind telling us your journey? Tyrion, just how it all transpired and how old you were. Yeah. So I was 34. Um, very similar. I was in the shower. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, just you're, you're always taught when yeah. you're in the shower, you're in there, you give yourself, you know, your, you know, self exam, the soap and stuff. Yeah, yeah kind exactly. Of. Mm-hmm. So I was doing that and I had gotten out and I remember just lifting my arm up and I'm like, gosh, like that does not look right. Mm. It just, it looked like it was, you know, not misshaped, I guess, but it looked off. And so I remember um, I had just moved in with my now husband. We were like three weeks into just moving in. Oh, yikes. Yeah. And I, I go in, I mean, he's in the bedroom. And I'm like, can you look at this? Such a dude. He's like, what am I looking at? <laughs> what am I looking at? <laughs> exactly. My sister. Sorry for laughing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, you kind of, I've always been oh, one God. for laughter. Um, so I, my sister um, has worked for a gynecologist for probably 15 plus years. So I get her on FaceTime and I was just like, hey, does this something that, yeah, you know. I should I be need. worried. I'm concerned. Exactly. And she goes, yeah, you know, does it look right? She said, if I were you, I would go to your gynecologist first thing in the morning, right when they open up at 8 a.m. and just ask for a breast exam. And that's exactly what I did. And I went in the next day, asked for a breast exam. And he was like, all right, we need to get you in to get scans and a mammogram, you know, ultrasound. And thank goodness I was actually able to get into DMI that day for Mm. them. That's a miracle. Yes. And that That was on a Wednesday. Yeah. I had my um, biopsy by Friday and I knew by Monday. And I went by myself as well. Mm-hmm. So, and did they treat you any different or anything like that? Or did they call you? They called and said, no, we need to see you, make an appointment. And then they told you? So he, um, my uh, gynecologist said, well, the biopsy will be on Friday. Why don't we just go ahead and set the appointment for Monday? And regardless, I'll have either, you know, good or bad news to share with you. Mm-hmm. And so I went in that Monday and he had shared with me that um, I was, you know, diagnosed with breast cancer. And you're by yourself because obviously you're not thinking that that's right. going to happen. Mm-hmm. And um, so you're just blown away. What are your what are, do you remember what the first thoughts? What are your thoughts, your feelings at that moment? Do you remember? I mean, you're overwhelmed with so much. And I don't know if you were like anything like I was. I remember hearing one word and then everything else. I just completely turned it off. Mm-hmm. I completely like I'm so glad that there was another person in there because it was overwhelming the amount of information that you get. Yes. And uh, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, there was a lot of big words being thrown out. And yeah. I mean, I'm not to say that I'm, you know, not, you know, this brightest crayon, but I mean, yeah, there were mm-hmm. some strong medical terms being thrown out that I didn't know what they meant. And that was, you know, really scary, scary. for me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. They yeah. didn't really go into all the medical big words with me th- that day. It was just more of letting it sink in, you know? Yeah. You're like, and how do you, um, see, how does that sink in? You know, it's just so denial, you know, or I don't what? think it's really real. No. Yeah. For quite a few days. Yeah, exactly. You know, when you can really tell other people and then you're like, wait a minute, like this is actually for real. Yeah. You know? And yeah. then they're setting up the appointments and you're like, wow, this is really happening. And it seems like it's, you know, it's, it's, did you ever feel like a number, I guess? Did you feel like you were being taken care of like a person that is is going through a life-threatening illness? Yeah. Did you feel that? Well, I was treated amazing. Yeah. I I really, I really felt like I was, was it was the focus was on me. Yep. And Ryan was like the only one in the whole room. Yeah. And I have heard of people that have been um, going to a biopsy or going to a mammogram and they, they feel different because the technician is going, oh, yeah. let, let's take you in a different room or oh, yeah. let's do this. And they're like, 
This mm-hmm. is, I don't know that this is right. Like this, I, you almost know before you know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, right. no. So like when I um, had my biopsy, the doctor called me into his office. I can't remember his name. I feel so terrible. Sonobin. Don't even Dr. worry. Dr. Sonobin. Well, um, he calls me in and showing me the images and he goes, he looks at me and he goes, honey, he goes, I just want to let you know that no matter what happens, you're going to be okay. And you're going to come out through, you're, you're going to be just fine. He goes, I just want to let you know, my wife is a breast cancer survivor, oh, wow. Tammy Sonobin. And she um, is doing amazing. She's a yoga teacher and blah, blah, blah. He goes, your images look identical to hers. What? Wow. So that's his way of kind of like telling me, but not telling me. So, sure. I mean, I was, I was blessed to have such that's amazing so people, good, doctors though. and stuff kind of preparing me. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, that is so good because the last thing you want to be is, you know, just filed through like a number, you know, right. and that's right. horrible feeling. It but um, okay. So let's talk a little bit about your regimen. Okay. So what were you diagnosed with? Tell me, um, Jenny. Ductal what? carcinoma. And was it staged? Um, I was staged. I was like, a, I would say close to a three. I had actually like five multiple tumors that were clumped together. So, um, and because being young, our cancers are fast growing mm-hmm. because we're healthy. Unlike sometimes older people, their cancers aren't quite as fast. Didn't but definitely that. older, younger people tend to have more aggressive, aggressive cancer. cancer. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Were you, um, when you were diagnosed, were you told at that point that you were like, I don't even know what it is, triple negative, triple positive, HER2? Yeah, I was um, a triple negative. Tri- triple negative. Yeah, I was okay. triple negative. I was a wild card. Oh, oh, is that what they call you? Mm-hmm. Wild wow. card. A wild card. <laughs> That's the first time I've heard that. Mm-hmm. So triple negative, which means um, it does not, af- like it's not hormone. It's not estrogen ju- driven, right? Like, yeah, I wouldn't have to be on tamoxifen later in life um, after my treatments and stuff like that. So, okay. Yeah. I okay. Just- so that, so in other words, like the protocol for it, you would probably have to get your um, ovaries out later on. Right. So you were safe. You didn't I was have safe. That. Just focus on, on the breast. Okay. Okay. So then let me go a little bit deeper into your story because at what point you had breast cancer mm-hmm. and then had river. That would be, um, I would say what, six years after my treatments and cancer and stuff. Okay. I actually had river, n- no treatments, all natural, just that's healthy, amazing. healthy baby boy. Yeah. And that what what are the um, statistics on that? Or did you just not even bother looking at that? You just I didn't thought, really. I really want to have a child. If it happens, it happens. Yeah, exactly. Because it can happen after treatments. But I did actually go see a fertility doctor just to kind of see if what I looked like on the inside, because I was curious, you know, too, sure. just after going through everything, because I didn't say save eggs or anything. So did you do Lupron? No. Mm-mm. Oh wow. No. Uh-uh. Oh, you're so lucky. Yeah, Very blessed. I am. I was See? I was very this lucky. Is so interesting because I think a lot of people need to know that all it breast can cancers is are different. Right. They're just different. So. Right. Because I went through some heavy chemotherapy. So I mean And considering... what was your regiment like? Um, tell me about do you, I, you don't have to tell me the drugs because it's those are hard names. Yeah. I don't even know the names. I want to say the first two months was was the heaviest. That's where they just just get you, you know. So is it was it like um a week on or was it? It was every two weeks. Oh, every two weeks. It was weeks. every two weeks for like the first like four rounds or uh, yeah, I want to say it was probably about the first four rounds was every two weeks. Okay. That was really heavy because they can only give it to you every two weeks because okay. they give you that week to kind of get your body back. Sure. And then after that, I want to say I did like, um, what, 
three months of weekly treatments. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And was that, um, so how, do you remember how many rounds you did altogether? Oh God, I want to say 14, oh something like that. Yeah. 14 rounds. Right. And then did you have to do radiation? I did have to do radiation. Okay. So the, you and, did mm -hmm, treatment mm -hmm. and then you did a double mastectomy? I did a double mastectomy. Yeah. And then radiation. And then I did radiation. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. And radiation, I want to say, was like, what, um, six weeks? Six but it's weeks. every day. Monday it's, through it's Friday. Every, it's every day. Every day. Uh, it's, I don't know. It makes me mad a little bit that people say, oh, radiation's just, it's the easy part. No, it's not the easy part. Right. Like, none of it's easy, but... I just felt like there was a lot because I read up on radiation because we had seen some some little things happen with Ryan and and he was kind of slipping into a little bit of depression and a little bit more emotional mm -hmm. and and massive massive like um, uh, burns and um, and the and the skin pigment mm -hmm. was different. Mm -hmm. It was just um, yeah, it was crazy. But his was six weeks Monday yeah, through Friday, right. and it literally was only. 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. It wasn't long. No, it, it wasn't was just yeah. tedious. Right. And so like I guess and it just wore him out. Yeah. You were tired. Exhausting. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. It is. It is. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's get a little bit more into your um your your journey, Taryn. Like what what when they told you, do you what's the actual diagnosis? Yeah. So I was stage three as well. I was so ductal so carcinoma. But I was her two triple positive. Okay. So she was negative. I was negative. She's, she's positive. Triple positive. Yeah, her two positive as well. Oh, her two positive which, as well, which, which means, means mine is completely 100% hormone driven. So that means if you're on any, um, any, what is, uh, birth control. Birth control. Yeah, you name it. Off. All those things off. Yep, and really, the, the long protocol is all ovaries out, all everything. Yep. Everything. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you're 34 years old. 34 years old. You have a new boyfriend, live-in boyfriend that yes. is going to, I mean, obviously they're married now, but so what are your, I mean, did they talk about kids? Did they talk about um, freezing eggs or? Yeah. So freezing eggs was um, not an option. Okay. Um, because they have to pump you with the hormones in order mm. to have the egg retrieval. So oh, wow. that wasn't an option. Yeah. They did give me a Lupron option. And I decided to go against the Lupron option just because it was just already so many drugs. And it was kind of to the point where, you know, um, if it happens, if it happens, if sure. it doesn't, it doesn't, you yeah. know. And, no, I get it. I mean, it's very upsetting now. I would have loved to have been a mom. But at the same time, I mean, I'm on the right side of the ground. Exactly. So I guess, you know, yeah. right. focus on you being here. Yeah, exactly. that's right. That's right. Okay. So tell, do you know anything else about the that drug that what's it called? Lupron. Lupron so what it does is it puts your ovaries to sleep. Oh, so the chemo yes. does not affect oh, well. the ovaries. I've heard this. Yes. And then you can do that. And there's also a shot they can give you. I don't I can't remember. Yeah, it. no worries. Um, okay. But so, I mean, they give you a couple options. Um like I said, I declined mine. Um, okay. I did uh, six rounds of two different types of chemos. Okay. I did a uh, carboplatinum and um I forget the other one. Right. And it was every tear. Oh. Okay. Taxotere. And then I had to do two hormone drugs. So yeah, Herceptin and Progetta. So I sat in the chemo chair every three weeks. I had to do it for three weeks. God. 
between five and seven hours getting all four at the same time. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, your treatments are completely different than mine. Yeah. Totally. So every three. Yeah, every three weeks. And you're there all day long. All day. All day long. Yeah. Every three weeks. Oh, my gosh. So I did the six rounds of chemo, and then I had to do a year. Of the maintenance of, of the, the, the... Yeah, Herceptin and the Progetta. Because that's her too, and mm -hmm. also because it's hormone-driven, right? Yep. Both of them. Exactly. Okay. But those... How... What's <clears throat> the... Uh, tell us about that. Like, did it was a pill? Was it actually infusion? What do? You, how did that actually work? infusions? Okay. Yes. So I after I had finished the chemo side of things is when um I was able to finally I had my double mastectomy and reconstruction. I'm very lucky to get that done on the same day. I was oh, a candidate for that. Okay. Some people aren't. Yes. yes exactly. Okay. So I was a candidate for that on September fifth. And then I immediately um, started uh, radiation. I did six weeks as well. Mm. But then I had to do the full year. I mean, my mastectomy was done in September, but my hormone treatment still went until April. Mm. So right. I was still there every, you know, the, yeah. every three weeks. Well, the Herceptin and the Progetta, the side effects are nearly as bad as like your chemo. Mm -hmm. sure. It just makes you so lethargic. Mm. So... Um, Especially mixing that with the radiation. Yeah. Where do you was, know? Where do you know it's coming yeah, from? Right. right. That was extra. Because rough. I feel like you were super, like, you know, tired with just the radiation alone. And then you had yeah. that to it. Oh, my gosh. And are not everybody is a candidate for that, for, for radiation and doing that maintenance Chemo? Well, no, if or you are chemo, her two positive, uh -huh. I mean, everybody that I've ever known, that's not to say that I, I mean, I'm not a doctor. No. But, but they've always done the they've done that. and the progetta. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. See, I'm telling you, it's, it's so different. different yeah. It's so different. Now, were you a candidate? Did you get your um, double mastectomy and your implants the same day? The no. Same day? Uh -uh. No, I had to wait. Yeah. I didn't get my implants until after my radiation was over. Okay, so yeah. do you know what the reason is? Because I've always wanted to know and never knew who to ask. Well, because when you when you have um, your breast mound taken out yes. and all the tissues and everything taken out, they put in something called an expander. An expander, yeah. Right? So then you have to go through this process of having those in. So you're going through, what, six weeks of that as yeah. well? So you have to go week, you know, uh, weekly to the doctor to have them inflate them so your sure. skin can stretch while doing that during radiation you can't go off and put implants in because radiation will yeah take the implant totally so you know we had to wait until after the radiation was done to be able to go in and, to, and take out the expanders which have now stretched the skin and have settled you know with the tissue and sure. stuff and then they can go in and actually put the implants in gotcha. so yeah you can't yeah. have implants until really after radiation or else That's it'll great. damage the the, okay. the the implant isn't that crazy it is i'm just like I blown think a away. lot of it has to come down to just, you know, personal preference and what type of skin you have. Right. Yeah. Because I did my radiation with, with my implants in. And you did it. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. yeah. No, I mean. Yeah. And I'm sure it and depends it on the doctors thing. too, you know, totally. what, how the doctors think that you can handle things. Totally. And... But I mean, I've dealt with a lot of different people that have had, you know, breast cancer and all of them are different and there's nothing, nothing the same as far as yeah. I didn't have some of them. Did, so you didn't ever have um, expanders. No. Yeah. So I know a lot of people that haven't had the expanders because of whatever reason that is, because they were a candidate to actually do that, um, the Direct reconstruction mm -hmm. right then and there. So mm -hmm. it's very interesting and not 
I, I don't, I, somebody has always asked me like, what, what is it? I said, I don't know. Yeah, it's just, I think it's a, a personal preference. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's a preference as far as the doctor or if it's everybody's just different. Yeah. Everybody's and, body is built differently yeah, too. Mm -hmm. So I mean, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, what, what one can handle another one probably right, couldn't. Exactly. So it is, um, it is so crazy. So crazy. So, um, have you gotten your, uh, have they done anything like taken out your ovaries? Did it, yes. did a hysterectomy, all that? Yes, okay. I did have an oophorectomy done, which is just the ovaries and the tubes. Over ovaries, okay. I had that done in May of 2020. So, literally, you have been like doing something mm -hmm. since, what is it? How many years has this this process been? Well, diagnosed March 13th of 2019. March 13th. March in 2013. That's mm -hmm. crazy. 2019. 2019. Mm -hmm. Oh, 2019. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. And then how often do you have to get checked? Like as your routine? I still see my oncologist every three months. Okay. And do they do, um, what do they do in that three months? Do they do like a, um, a, a check, a, a scan? Do they do blood work or all of it? Yeah. All the above. Oh. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I also have to do bone density like oh, tests and stuff like that because I am on tamoxifen mm -hmm. and tamoxifen can cause problems like it's pretty much I mean I'm 37 now but I mean if you were to look at you know my blood work or you know every, everything is it's probably like a you know 55 60 year old woman mm -hmm. that would be I make my mom buy my multivitamins because I have to buy 55 plus <laughs> ah! <laughs> love it the things we have to do or that our body endures yeah. you know like we are so fortunate that right. we have we're just so resilient that we can actually you know do this yeah it's, it's crazy you know I think about it like with Ryan's situation he had the, the sarcoma and so it is what they did with him it, it like 25 30 years ago they it would, didn't exist. Right. They would have had to take his leg and that was it. That right. was, I mean, crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, technology has come so far, right. so far, you know, and I mean, it, the drugs they use are still the same, but the cocktails that they use right. is... Trust the science. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, the science. That's Use right. It. And they are using it so much. Yeah. It's so crazy to see, you know, the cut. That's why I like to talk about the regimen and how they did it and what they, you know, and what one, you know, recommended versus the other. And it's very interesting. But I do have to say, usually the breast is, it's um, chemo, it's uh, surgery, and then it's radiation. Mm -hmm. That's usually the protocol. Um, I, I mean, very rarely do I hear people that don't do radiation, mm -hmm. um, but that's usually what the protocol right. is. You know, yeah. um, doesn't matter where you go, what state you're from, usually that is the typical protocol, right, right. you know, whether it's, um, you know, doesn't matter the stage. But I do know that even some of them go into like stage 2B. Hmm. Like, I don't know what that means. No. But yeah. What I is your... Mean, State, I, I was always, the way that I had learned is like 2A and then 2B, B meaning that it's hit the, the lymph nodes already. Okay. Oh, the lymph nodes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The, see? I always was taught. Okay. okay. And yours is, was, was three though. Yours was stage 3B. Three three B. B. Oh, 3B. Okay. So then it hit lymph nodes. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. 
Gotcha. Now, any um, side effects from any of that? Because I know that lymph- lymphedema is mm-hmm. a big one where right. you're, you know, you have to wear compression stuff. Has mm-hmm. any of that been a, an issue with either of you? Um, I've had a little bit of issues with my with my left arm with the lymphedema. It hasn't swelled, but it gets really sore. Like if I gotcha. hold something in a certain position for too long, like say my son when he was little, mm-hmm. I had to wear my compression sleeve all the time when I had him first. Oh. Until I can put him down and not have to hold him anymore, my arm is gotten so much better wow but the pain like it does it, it hurts it gets it, it gets mm-hmm. very sore i mean even just grooming you, a dog you, yeah you know or holding something for just a few minutes you know and then you just you know it's like oh i gotta kind of put that down and Relax. shake it off yeah you know? exactly so there is some there is some some damage on that one because i did okay. have some lip nodes removed as well because okay. one did come back positive because i you know it had spread in those tentacles but um luckily mm. it was just one so, okay. Yeah, okay. They, they so take quite a few out of that arm. Wow. Wow. Okay. And any, any, um, effects on you or you're, you're good. Like I know some people say tingling, no tingling. It definitely sore. Mm-hmm. I find that sometimes if, um, like, you know, when you fall asleep weird and your arm, you know, wakes up. Oh yeah. That's how well, if is. I fall asleep with like my arm, you know, at an angle or something and not straight and I mm-hmm. sleep like that, I'll wake mm-hmm. up and it's sore. It's beyond sore. Yes. Gotcha. So I had, um, God, I think it was six lymph nodes removed on the affected side and then three preventatively Mm -hmm. removed on the other Mm -hmm. side. Interesting. Okay. That's very interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, And did you say you guys had the same doctor? Um, We had the same oncologist. Yeah, we had April Kennedy and then your surgeon was also Rocco, you said? I had Hayashi. Oh, Hayashi. Sorry. Yeah, 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 Hayashi. Hayashi. Okay. And Rocco is no longer here, which is a bummer. Oh, yeah. She went to Texas. Yeah. Shame on her. I know. I know. Shame on her. And in (laughs) in my eyes, a whole other set of lenses is her. She has um, a child that's Ryan's age or would have been Ryan's age. And um, so she would, you know, she would, she texted me and emailed me and said, hey, you know, I'm going to be spreading the word in Texas. So I'm like, yes. yeah. Nice. So I love that when people do go out, they yeah, can they can spread the word and mm-hmm. stuff. So it's really she is amazing. She's mm-hmm. great. So, but Hayashi's great too. We love him, and he's a great guy in the whole community, and just does amazing stuff. So I love it. Um, there's not, you know, I just like to hear, you know, the stories mm-hmm. and different things like that. So mm-hmm. it's awesome. Okay, so um, we've talked a little bit about your guys' journey. Mm-hmm. Let's. I, I want to just talk about like maybe support group mm-hmm. or support systems around you. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you, how did you feel? I know your dad, that's awesome. Yeah. And, and um, but what, how, how did you feel supported? You know, did you have a good support team around you? I did like my clients, you know, sure. were amazing. My, my uh, dad and my family was amazing. I was unfortunately with uh, somebody at the time that, um, I mean, he, what he could do to support me, but we're not together anymore. Cause it just, um, yeah, just didn't work out. But, um, but thanks so much for saying that because that yeah, happens. It does. It you know, happens. Cancer can, and can change a lot, not a just lot. you. It but changes everything about you physically you. and yeah. everything. Yeah. And um, and he, it was just not the right person. It wasn't. And actually, if it wasn't for my cancer, I wouldn't be where I'm at today, having my son and being married. And I mean, it just, you know, I am where I'm at today because of my cancer. But um, my friends were amazing. I had a handful of girls that would come over. We'd have paint parties at the house. Oh we gosh. would sit in the backyard and paint nails because I couldn't really do a whole lot because I did not much. feel well. I had a girlfriend who took me to every single radiation appointment so I wasn't alone um this was prior to COVID everyone yeah, oh yes, <laughs> yes yes and so I mean it just 
That's I was amazing. I was blessed for my girlfriends. But yeah. you know what? And you do find out who your true friends you are. Do. You mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. And um and I think that that is it is it's a blessing. Yeah. And I'm so thankful that you mm-hmm. were surrounded, even though the the guy was not the right person. Mm-hmm. Um, you realize that. Right. You know that right. in in the middle of the storm. Do you, you do. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Kind of had but to get through that storm first. Had to get through before that. I said, I I'm done. I gotta go. Right. There's something else for me out there that I'm supposed to be here for. Yes, absolutely. And you do. It's the, it's prioritizing life Mm because life is precious and it's short and you need to live it. And you guys all had a second chance. So it's, um, I'm going to, we're going to use it. it. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So what about you, Taryn? So um, I had stated that I had just moved in with my, you know, now husband, then boyfriend. Can you talk about Max just a minute? Can we talk about Max? Yes, absolutely. I Um, love this guy so much because he's been through so much. And I feel like he, talk about him for a minute. I'm sorry. So my husband, Max, had a stroke when he was 16 years old. And so uh, they didn't know it was a stroke. I mean, it's unheard of for that to happen of for course. anybody at that age. And um, he he lost everything. I mean, mobility, speech, mm. and um, pretty much had to do tons and tons rehab. of rehab. Yep. Yeah. And he never really got full mobility back on his right-hand side. Okay. So um, his speeches, you know, I, I would have known the difference. Sure. You know, but um, he does... You can tell, you know, physically that he does have a couple, you know, small little handicaps, but I mean, nothing that would no, ever he hikes hold him and does back. all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. I mean, he works harder than anybody else that I've ever known, mm. you know? And so I love that. Yes. So you, you met them. You, you, yeah. Go ahead. Yes. Sorry. I, just I rem- Oh, no. Um, I remember we had, like I said, we had just moved in together and my dad, you know, sat us down and he was like, son, he's like, we love you, but we understand. Mm. Like, if you want to step away, yeah. Do it now mm-hmm. and not in the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so like we, I, he was like, nope, I'm not going anywhere. I've got her yeah. back. You know, I'm here for the long haul. And he really was. And he had the patience with me. Right. And then he understood, you know, the different, you know, difficulties of things that, sure. you know, sometimes I just couldn't do. Yeah. And so he yeah. was always very supportive. That's amazing. And do you mind going into like um, your your cancer club? Yes. I don't know what you call no, it. Cancer we, club. That's what you called it. That's what we call it. The cancer club. A little morbid, but that's what no, we are. No, but that's, yeah. Um, group of girls that I went to um, high school with and grew up with, um, all diagnosed under the age of 35 with breast cancer or some, like we, some have, we do have a yeah, different couple, different kinds. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were there through everything, every step of the way. I mean, you think sometimes with different side effects, you're like, God, I'm the only one. And sometimes mm. they can get a little embarrassing. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. you're, you don't want to talk about it because heaven forbid, like I know. you are the only one. Yeah. But you're not. You're and not. It was, you were able to, you know, express whatever I needed to with these girls. Yeah. And like, oh yeah, that happened to me too. This is how you can help right. fix it. And, Aww. you know, they were there through everything and they still are you know to this day so i love it Uh, yes i do i like that there is so much support around you because i've had people that have told me you know like yeah this is what i signed up for and i'm Mm -hmm. like oh 
Okay. Well, um, yeah, not, not the idea that you want, you know, especially in, like I said, in the middle of that storm, but I am so thankful that you had those people because again, you find out who your true friends are. And a lot of times they don't know what to do, but in your case, they knew they, they had maybe gone a little bit before your, your journey and knew what to expect. And then also you could help with those people that need, you know, that had different symptoms or whatever with you, with it. So I feel like, um, it is good for people to be a little bit more transparent because I mm-hmm. do have a lot of people that don't want to talk about it because mm-hmm. it's it is a it's it's a little violating but I I feel like if you can inspire somebody then right. it's helpful you know or you can talk about Absolutely. that openly yeah, you know sure. so I feel like that's that's what we're here for is right. to try to try to help somebody out so that's super cool and support is I feel like support and mindset is such a big deal mm-hmm. like I feel like it's 90% of it because if you have a terrible mindset and of course we all have bad days I'm not saying that right. I'm just saying that if you have a really good mindset to go okay I gotta walk through this mm-hmm. I'm gonna go I'm gonna do it and I'm gonna live life like yeah. I am going to do this to the fullest I feel like you're gonna there's so much more um good that's gonna come out of it yes oh most definitely absolutely most so definitely. anyway it makes me um excited that um you guys had that because I mean yeah. but thank you for I talking. did I did have a couple women who had been through breast cancer that I would reach out to like like you said yes like, what mm-hmm. is this going on uh-huh. you know yeah. in yeah. certain areas where you're like what and yeah it is you know it's nice to have someone to talk it to. is it is and maybe not call it support group because Taryn calls her friends support yeah, group, but see, it's I wish really I not had something like that it's, but I had know. like two women you know yeah. that were you know a part of my life too because I sat next to her in the chair you know yeah. she was just like maybe three weeks ahead of me in her treatment so okay. I would follow her and be like, what's going to happen next? What's going to happen yeah. next? You know, so. That's so true. That's so true. Nice to have that. Yeah. It could be a very scary time. So when you, like you said, what's, if you know kind of what's going to happen next, mm-hmm. right. it makes it a little less scary. Mm-hmm. Like I totally. had uh, two girls who were, you know, her two triple positive and they would tell me like, hey, you know, fifth treatment's going to be the biggest butt kicker. Right. Gotcha. And I'm thinking like worse than what. You know, <laughs> right? treatment one yeah. or four were, and they're right. like, yeah, mm-hmm. treatment five is, you know, was where the we, hardest. we hit rock bottom. And I was like, okay, then. And I remember, hit, you know, treatment five came around and, you know, I usually felt, you know, pretty good the couple days afterwards because you're all pumped up with all those yes. right, steroids right. and stuff yes. like that. And I hit my rock bottom and it really was like, it, yeah. it they were right. You really did mm. hit your rock bottom. A sure. Of time. And body. I mean, they, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I know that they can actually determine like <clears throat> the day that you lose your hair, like, or you're starting to lose your hair. I mean, mm-hmm. it blows my mind to go, you know, okay, well at treatment, two and you know right probably the second week you're gonna you know lose your hair and that's right. pretty devastating for for mm-hmm. everybody you know i mean really i i can't even imagine i've heard a couple of people like laura who's like yeah it was fine it was fine you know and she just embraced it but mm-hmm. it's very few and far between because it is hard it's mm-hmm. just hard it's another thing that's taken away from you you yeah. know and you know being girls it's it's a little bit more um yeah. you know guys it doesn't matter that much you know yeah. but but people look at you a little more you know absolutely you're, out, you're like oh they staring at me they are <laughs> and and you at that point look sick right you know yes. what i mean because i remember when ryan would look it was pasty you know he looked yeah. a little pasty his skin looked pasty and um and that was always hard you know when you didn't have the eyebrows or you know um the steroids are bloating you and they are they are you look puffy you look you have this classic look almost you know which 
it makes me sad. You know, it makes me sad that, but there was days where, man, I was so excited just to go to the restaurant because you're like, I need to get out of this house just mm -hmm. to go to the restaurant. And, you mm -hmm. know, and because your immune system was down, like you said before, there's just, you didn't get to do a lot, mm -hmm. you know? So when you got to go out, you were like, yes, I need some fresh air. I need right. to do something, but. I lost my taste buds. Did you lose your taste buds? Oh, yeah. So I Feels remember, like, yeah, it was like metal, almost metal. metallic-y. And so the first two weeks was just horrific. And mm -hmm. you're just eating just to survive. Sure. It like, so by the third good. week when the taste buds came back, mm -hmm. I remember I'd be like, okay, well, I want In-N-Out. Like craving? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All the comfort food. Exactly. I was like, and then afterwards we're going to get, you know, Baskin-Robbins. Oh, I love it. Oh, that's so <laughs> I'd get funny. so excited because then come the next week, you know, treatment, boom, they're you're gone. You're eating ice and so grapes. true. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> grapes <laughs> that is so funny yeah ryan had cravings too and they were super funny because he'd be like don't come back without a corn dog i'm like oh the state fair's not around like oh, where, where am i gonna <laughs> corn dog at you yeah. know so it was funny but he did have really good cravings but he did say that the taste buds were like nothing yeah, yeah. Like, like, you know, you guys did COVID before COVID, you know, really. Exactly. A right? little bit of isolation. You like were, were like, you know, making sure everything was, you know, wiped down and, and I, you know, washing your hands and then taste buds. Being and isolated. I know. Yes. All these crazy things. Before. Been quarantined before. Before. Yeah, I know. You're like, I did that way before. But anyway. Um, Not for let's... two weeks. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I know. That's so true. So true. Okay. So let me, um, let's get into 17 Strong a little bit. Um, right. How did you hear about us? Um, actually, I um, sought you out, by the way. Yeah, you did. So uh, yeah. I was an ambassador for Day of Hope um, for, um, you know, Santa Maria and um, uh, Lindsay. Um, Love I Lindsay. I can't remember Lindsay's last name, but yeah, Lindsay. Yep. The nurse navigator. Love her. She actually called me and she says, Jen, she goes, I just want to let you know you're going to be getting a call from the Tasheras. And she goes, do you know who they are? And I said, no. And she goes, yeah, she goes, they're, they're a foundation that, um, gives, uh, trips to people who have survived cancer. And, uh, you know, I'm like, oh, that's cool. You know, that's really cool. And then an hour later, an I got, hour later? I got a call from you an hour later. It, I had no I, it idea. It was the same day. So it was boom, boom, boom. Cause it was the day of mission hope. I mean, I mean the day of hope that, um, you had called cause you had seen me either on the news or you mm -hmm. saw the paper or whatever. Mm -hmm. So you had called me that day mm -hmm. and I was talking to you and I remember being kind of surreal, like, what is this? Is this really happening? Like, and then we hung up and I called my husband and I'm like, yeah, I got this call from a lady who wants to give me a trip. Like, what is this? You know, is you know, you don't think it's really going to happen because it's like winning the lottery. Oh, you're yes. so cute. Oh my so gosh, you're I just love like, that. oh, we'll see what happens. You know, and it happened. And what? she's like, T you know, you like, well, where do you want to go? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, it's just crazy. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, when we finally figured out where we wanted to go, it was uh, the Bahamas. It's so amazing. Yeah. And tell us why you want to go to the Bahamas. I wanted to be a kid. I you wanted want to, to play. <laughs> I wanted I love my son, but I wanted to play alone with I my husband it. and be I in the water. It. I love the ocean. I love I love I love slides and playing yeah. and running and yeah. I'm that. just a big kid at heart. So That's awesome. and to be able to do it is What was your highlight? Oh gosh. Come on. The dolphins. Ah! The dolphins. Oh yeah. my gosh! So I, got to I swim see with your pictures, and I just think, oh my gosh, she's beaming right now. Yeah, yeah, she swimming with the dolphins. Beaming. Yeah, That's to, the to hold them and just feel them next to your skin like that, and it was such an amazing such experience cool. at the Blue Lagoon. Right, unreal. Oh my gosh, you went to the Blue Lagoon. So did you? Oh my little, gosh, little different, little lot so different. Cool. She said Blue Lagoon. I'm thinking. Oh. 
Let's talk to you. Let's, I know it made me like, okay, okay, Taryn. Okay, how'd you hear about us? 17 Strong. Tell so, me. I grew up here. So, I mean, I knew of Ryan's story and everything, you know, prior to ever being diagnosed with cancer. So I, I had, you know, come out and supported different uh, events and baseball games and, and stuff like that, you know, just as it's a small town we mm -hmm. always come together when you know absolutely yeah. you're so right yep and so um that's how i had figured it out you know like just different events i should say mm -hmm. and then one of my close girlfriends in my in my cancer club uh she actually had a victory trip a year prior mm -hmm. and then um ashley from mission hope said hey i put you in the running for for something, you know, it's a victory trip through 17 strong. And I'm just like, really? Like, okay. Like, I mean, I'm not sure if I was like deserving of it, but sure. Uh, do you yeah. feel that way? Yeah. He was like, Is sure that, yeah. there's probably someone yeah. else out there, oh, who, you know. So deserving. I think could. that's amazing. Yes. And then you so. had called me. Oh, and so, and what was the time? Hers was an hour. What was yours? Curious. Mine was a couple of days later. Okay. Yes. Because I remember we met at the Coffee Bean. Yes. Over, um, I met her at Coffee Bean too. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yep. I did. It was different days though, I know, yeah. because yeah, <laughs> that is kind of my place that I try. But okay, I met you there mm -hmm. and um, and we chatted. And what did you pick? Iceland. And why did you pick Iceland? <laughs> the Northern Lights. <laughs> and um, did you see them? I did. Awesome. Yes, magical. 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 Wow. Yes. So amazing. Don't go to Iceland for the food. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you got ramen noodle. Yes, everybody's like, "Oh my god, how's the food?" Because you think you go to like Europe, you're you know, oh, you're on vacation, you're yeah, eating your way. No, no, not so much. I mean, not you're so on much. a very small island, and you know, so. But yeah, the Northern Lights was it was beyond magical. Oh, yes. absolutely. And I went to the Blue Lagoon too. A little different. A lot different. Yes, Blue Lagoon that actually is um, isn't it known for like. Something in the water that's supposed to be healing, right? Yes. Something it's, like that. It's all filled with silicone, so it's good for your skin oh my and gosh. everything. Yes. And it's about 30 kilometers away from the natural, the actual, like, active um, volcano. Mm -hmm. So that's what heats it. It's and amazing. it's just, it was beautiful. Wow. So, so amazing. Beautiful. Did your skin feel different, like, after? Yes. I actually went to the gift shop afterwards, and I'm like, I'm going to take that. And that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Take yes. it all home with me? Yeah, take yes. it all home with me. All of it. That Loved is amazing. It. What was your favorite part? I mean, obviously, the Northern Lights, but... But um, it seemed like you guys hiked to different we did. waterfalls. We did. Mm -hmm. You did like so many things. And by the way, I feel like I need to go to Iceland just because the I just didn't know all the scenery was so gorgeous. Yes. Um, my husband and I are both very outdoorsy people. I mean, we love camping on our free time and yeah. hiking. And so I wanted to do something very active. Mm -hmm. um, we got to see quite a few waterfalls, Black Sand Beach. That was cool. Um, we did uh, Glacier and, you know, but the people of Iceland are so just, they're very welcoming and they're oh, like, I oh, you know, there's this, there was this new, you know, spa over here. I swear, all I do is just drink and float. I'm like, I sign me up. <laughs> sign me up. Totally. <laughs> sign yes. me up. That's why I like the Atlantis. <laughs> yeah. Put me on that river. <laughs> yep. I love it. Drink and float. I'm like, all right, give me a glass of champagne or a nice yeah. cold beer and I'll, I'll float. I'll Where are we going? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So it was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. So, and you were also an ambassador for Day of Hope as well. Yes, the year after. Was it? Yes. I was like, I did not know that. Mm -hmm. I did not know that. And, you know, we have another one, too, another ambassador, but she has not gone on her victory trip yet. So, um, and probably because 
the last two years, they didn't have right. one because of COVID and, and different things. I don't know. Yeah, they did miss a year. They did? I believe okay. so, yeah. They postponed it. Did they? Postponed it? They that postponed it, it. yeah. Because oh, okay. I'm thinking we're, I don't know if I should throw her name out there, but I think because she was supposed to have hers in April and then they moved it to August. Mm. And then they did the car show instead of... Like, you know, the car parade instead sure. of, you know, the actual selling newspapers mm-hmm. and stuff Gotcha. Like oh, okay. So they did a little different so thing. Yeah. Still get stuff different. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Exactly. Because we did yeah. our big fundraiser and everything to help participate as well. Oh, right. good. Good, good, good. Oh, that's awesome. So that's funny that you guys have that in yeah, common. Yeah, them. that is yeah. so cool. Okay. So back when you guys, because you actually, Jenny, had your victory trip planned, ready to go, and COVID yeah, hit. Right, exactly. Yeah, we had to wait. We well, had, and then had I tickets? And I planned my wedding around the victory trip as well. That was our honeymoon. <laughs> so funny. So, yeah, we got married in 2019, and then we were supposed to go, like, um, I want to say maybe three months after that, we were supposed to go to Atlantis, yes. the Bahamas. And... Good old COVID. I remember yeah. talking to Billy and she, he's like, I do not know. And the problem at that point, because when were you supposed to go? Do you remember that? Oh, I want to say it was in January, like March. It was during spring yeah. break we were supposed to go. Yeah. Of that, so, of, of that year. And the problem was, is that we hadn't been shut down yet. No. So they were worried that they were going to get there and then shut down, not be able and to get, get back. back. And right. they had a one-year-old two-year-old yeah he was like pushing two yeah so i mean it was like i go and so we did we canceled it before the shutdown that's what i think and then like a week later everything shut shut down down. so it was a blessing that we did that and um yeah and then you didn't get to go until when like um what last year last year (laughs) last year yeah it was crazy last year and we ended up going in november of last year which was actually so amazing. I'm oh. so it, it worked out like it was supposed to because yeah. it would have been horrendous being there during and you would have spring been break. Yeah. We oh, went in November and nobody was there. It was like we had the whole water park to ourselves. It was oh, just like it was meant amazing. to be because like it was I mean, the, even the plane, there was like nobody, nobody. on the plane still because people are still kind of, you know, fearful of things. But, sure. Um, and what was the weather like? Was it good? Yeah, it was like in the 80s. Oh, perfect. perfect. It was perfect. perfect. I think it rained maybe like three times when we were there, which was great. You but know? It, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. But that's that the tropical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's amazing. What was the weather like in Iceland? <laughs> well, it was during the day. It like floated like between like 30 and 35 degrees Fahrenheit. But like well, the night of the northern lights... It got down to the teens, but the wind was about 40 to 50 miles an hour. Ooh. Yeah. It, like to take her gloves off to like take a picture of the Northern oh, yeah. Lights. <laughs> my hands were just like, <laughs> they hurt so bad. It was worth it though. Love that. Yes. Love that. I was, my trip got postponed a full year as well right. due to COVID, mm-hmm. which was crazy. Um, <laughs> Max wanted to propose in Iceland. And because it got pushed, he ended up just doing it, you know, (laughs) which is perfect. I wouldn't have taken it any other way. But, you know, he's like, you want to do it out there in the Northern Lights. And I'm so glad that he didn't because the fact that I would have to take my glove off to put the (laughs) ring on, like it was just so cold. And there's nothing cute about being like completely bundled up. Freezing too. Freezing, you know. Layers after layers. Oh my gosh. So it did. It worked out great. (laughs) It did. Because you guys were married because you had already gotten married. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of like a honeymoon almost to you. Us as well. Us as well. That is so cool. A little bit late, but it was We still used it as our honeymoon. Love, love, (laughs) love that. That is amazing. So are you guys believers of 17 Strong now? Oh, 100%. Well, more than that. (laughs) That's awesome. Okay, so tell me, what did, um, just tell me a little bit, because I know that it is hard to believe, like, 
as somebody's talking to you that you're going to get this trip and blah, blah, blah. But um, I mean, I like to think that we, you know, we pride ourselves on trying to create this family environment of 17 strong. And I can say that all day long, you know, because it's my son that thought of this organization and I get to live it out with mm -hmm. his legacy. And um, I always say I hate the way that we meet, mm -hmm. but you guys are like a direct connection to Ryan. So there's mm -hmm. nothing more special to me than that. Um, but I want to know from your perspective, like what 17 Strong means to you. And if we do like a good job at trying to make you feel special mm -hmm. and um, and what that looks like. So oh, absolutely. go ahead. Tell yeah. me what you think. Um, well, ever since the trip and being a recipient, it's great running into people who um, know that to share a family. Mm. And then you say, oh, well, I was a recipient and their eyes light up like like Christmas. They're yeah. like, oh my gosh. And to yeah. see that I'm healthy and strong yeah. gives so much hope for people. And sure. I mean, you've done fundraisers, let's just say um, Dutch Brothers. Yep, Dutch Bros. So yep. I went that day for their uh, mm -hmm. fundraiser and just going through the line and telling each person I had talked to, which just called people, but who I was, they, they just were, were amazed, you know, and because it, it's a it's a it's a face. It's yeah, a face. It's like, exactly. It's so cool. ringing bells yeah. or I met a lady at the park Yesterday. two days ago, yeah. you know, that yeah. knows you guys is family, actually. So and exciting. so it just it's just great because it's just it keeps kind of giving Evol evolving, it keeps giving, yeah. you know, yeah, knowing yeah. people knowing who I am and what I've gone through now and, and being so cool. part of the Teixeira family is so cool. It's a great blessing. That's awesome. Thank you so much. What do you think, Taryn? I mean, you you really nailed it on everything that you mm. just said. I mean, to feel that you have somewhere where people understand everything mm -hmm. that you went through. Like, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. just met today, but I completely 100% can relate to just yeah, about everything totally. that you have gone through and, right. you know, your, your past and, you know, everything. So, I mean, 17 Strong, to me, will always be, you know, family. Mm. It, I've met so many people who have had victory trips or who have donated or, you know, who go, you know, and they treat you as if they're your own. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. You never feel like, you know, you never feel sick or you were sick. Mm. Does you that make yeah. sense? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so long, you were... Hi, I'm Taryn, and I'm sick. Yeah. I have cancer. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, to feel special, like what you did and everything that you accomplished, I right. mean, that it it's, makes you just feel like a million bucks. That's awesome. So you feel like it's more than just a trip. Right. It's oh. a little bit more than that. Oh, it's that. a lifetime yeah. thing. Right. Yeah, okay. That makes me feel so good because that's what we're trying to, to do, you know? And I mean, you guys have been in this for a couple of years now, and you understand it. So this year... In what are we, 2022, we have approved 35 trips, the most we've ever approved nice. in one year. Nice. So like just for where we went, you know, where we were mm -hmm. and now where we are, like it's growing and it's just doing amazing things, you know. So I am just beyond um, excited to be able to share with so many people. Like I said, with Dr. Rocco, you know, again, it's spreading to a different, you know, a different state, you know, and um, by the end of this year, we'll have reached 29 states. So there's some amazing stuff like that is, um, you know, it's, it's great. And I know that it's more than a trip now, but before I didn't. I did not know that. It's it's from you guys that have been telling me like, no, it's it feels different. It's so mm -hmm. exciting that, you know, yes, it is a neat 
thing that you can go on a trip and you can, you know, experience and hope and dream and do all of that great things again. Um, but also to kind of close that chapter and go, you know what, I, that chapter of, of cancer is not going to define who I am. You know, yeah, it was a piece of my, my life story, but I'm going to move on and I'm going to, you know, to do great things. And that's mm -hmm. what's so special is right. when I see you guys living and, and having families and, you know, being married and, and seeing you at fundraisers. Oh, it, it totally makes me excited that, you know, um, that you guys take your time to, to do 17 strong events and okay. it's, it's cool. So I can't thank you guys enough, but, um, yeah, it's really cool. Um, do you guys have anything, anything else to, um, to add or, um, anything? I mean, thank you to yeah, you. And, you know, to Steve. Nice to meet you. Yeah, yeah. I know. Right. So. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, I mean, you're, yeah, you make, you make dreams come true. Yeah. It sounds so cheesy. It sounds a little cliche yeah. when yeah. I say it, but when you say it, it sounds a little different just yeah. because, you know, I'm the one that, you know, in, in gifting you something but when you say it as a recipient it just is no, different it, is it just comes from a different yeah. perspective and a different lens and um so if you don't mind i'm going to share with you just a few things that blessed me about each of you um so i know right but i think they're fun because um one of the things that i wanted taryn um because you blessed me and i know this is funny because it was uh, when we came and um, saw you at Rugged Radio and you were sharing pictures with us. The one thing I had, I had said to you is, why did you pick Iceland? And you're like, because I will never pay for that myself. <laughs> I love that about Taryn because I love that because that's what I want people to do is I want people not to think in this box, like to yeah. think big and think like, I wouldn't pay for that, but I would pay for Hawaii all day long, you know, because it's yeah. tropical and it's, you know, but Iceland's big like yes. it is out of the box and that's what blessed me about you and how I love that attitude of you know like just I'm gonna do I'm just gonna go for it and I love that so that's awesome and then um, with Jenny one of the things that you had said to me is um I don't really care where I go. I just want to swim with dolphins. Yeah. And I remember like researching like, oh my gosh, we got to take this girl on the best dolphin trip ever mm -hmm. because that's what she wants. It didn't matter the location. It just mattered I want to go on vacation. Mm -hmm. And I believe, and, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, is that you hadn't been on a vacation. No, I had never been outside the U.S. Mm -mm. That blessed like me, like that hit my heart yeah. so hard. Mm -hmm. So I was just, those are the things that, um, that stay with me. Yeah. Like, you know, that just, that just stick with me to go, wow, yeah. like 17 strong could, could do that for you mm -hmm. and, you know, um, and allow you to dream and hope again. And, you know, I mean, it's amazing to me. So mm -hmm. those are the things that you guys just, um, you just, you guys really do have a special place in my heart and always will. So um, I can't thank you enough for um, just allowing me and 17 Strong to be a little part of your life. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, it's, it doesn't stop here. It's always, you know, oh, there's yeah. always going to be more recipients. And that's, I thank you for being transparent because when there are recipients that come in that need that advice, that need to know what they're got to look forward to, I know that I can lean on you guys. Oh, call because me anytime. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's what's so important. And that's what, that's the inspiration of the story, mm -hmm. you know, of, you know, I'm not afraid. I'm going to um, try to mm -hmm. make a difference in somebody's life. Mm -hmm. And that's huge to me. So I can't thank you enough for that. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I think we're going to close from here. And um, thank you again for being here. And thank you for being a part of our 17 Strong family. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> You're absolutely welcome. And don't forget, attitude is everything. It is. 
You've been listening to 17 Strong. Victories don't come by accident. To be part of the show, make a donation, or request more information, go to 17strong.org. That's S-E-V-E-N-T-E-E-N strong.org.